Welcome to episode one of Podcast in the Park. My name is Brittany Greer, and I'm your host for today. Today, we're going to be visiting with the Mid-America Workforce team and hearing more about why we thought it important to bring a podcast to our listeners. At this time, I'd like to introduce my guests today, Mr. Scott Fry and Dr. Marcy Mack. Scott, Dr. Mack, would you like to tell the listeners a little bit more about your roles at Mid-America? Sure. Well, so I am Director of Workforce Development, and in my role, so work to uh, work with our partners to make sure that we've got programs in place that um, are relevant to the type of skill sets that the companies need at the Mid-America Industrial Park and so that we can provide a quality workforce. A lot of that is also connecting with area school districts. And of course, Brittany, your role is to connect those schools and those students to those opportunities, those career opportunities at Mid-America Industrial Park. And so, yeah, that's what we kind of do. Well, what I uh, get to do in my role with the Mid-America Workforce Team um, in conjunction with what you do, Brittany, and Scott's work with the training and education component, my core focus is on the talent acquisition component. So as we work to train individuals and have pipeline development, we want to connect them with jobs in the Mid-America Industrial Park. So making sure that we have the connections with the students, make sure they're aware of what's available, what careers uh, are throughout the park, because we cover from A to Z in any career that someone could be interested in. There are functions of that that we can connect them within a park. So for us to be able to have the conversation and help people be aware of what all is available in the Mid-America Industrial Park is why we thought this podcast was important. Mid-America Industrial Park has been there for many years, and we have exceptional employers throughout the park that are always looking for exceptional talent, um, and they provide a great working environment. So the more we can connect our users with our employers, then that is what our role is um, as the Mid-America Workforce Team. So Scott, you had mentioned training for employers. Can you tell us a little bit about the training center at Mid-America and the training that's offered there? So Mid-America is fortunate to have three educational institutions inside the park and all of them have kind of a unique focus. So we have Northeast Technology Center's Business and Industry Services Group and all they do is customize training for our companies. And that's from their comprehensive uh, safety program to the industrial maintenance program that uh, we have in place at the Center of Excellence, which we'll talk more about. But they also do a lot of professional training, supervisory training, et cetera. So essentially, it's whatever the companies might need, they can provide that service. Um, we also have Roger State University. Um, and within Roger State University, we also have the Prior Innovation Center. And so Roger State University obviously is providing accredited training, um, leading to up to an associate degree. Uh, one specific program that we have in place to serve our companies is called Process Technology. And so that prepares individuals to work within companies who have process-related environments. Um, so very high-tech type of career and very well-paying career. And so it's a great opportunity for local students to plug into a two-year program and come out with a really bright career pathway. So I mentioned our center of excellence. So that's our own training center that we uh, control and we operate working with individual partners. And so what we attempted to do there is put together a multi-tenant approach, working with um, organizations who bring specific uh, services uh, to bear that we wanted to have in place. And so, for instance, we have Action Group Staffing. They are a staffing agency and they work with a lot of our companies. Um, 
for the most part on entry level type jobs, um, but they have been a great partner because they've done a couple of unique things. One is they created a transportation business, and so they're able to provide transportation for workers uh, from different areas of Northeast Oklahoma, from the South, Northeast, West. Uh, but they also have a partnership with the Department of Corrections and working with the facility in Benita. And so they have inmates there who are transitioning out of incarceration. So for their last six months, they have the opportunity to get trained, but also work at one of the companies within Mid-American Industrial Park. And that's been a fabulous program. And we have 150, 160 of those individuals working throughout the park at any point in time. Um, we also have a high school related program, and that's our Mays County First, our Mays County First Robotics Program. So that's a collaboration of the five high schools within Mays County. And quite frankly, any student within the area that would like to participate on that team could. And um, they're entering their seventh season as a combined team. Um, it's a fantastic program where students get the opportunity to work with all types of technology. It's electrical, it's mechanical, it's uh, sensors, it's um, programmable logic controllers, et cetera. So they get the chance to work with a lot of technologies that are used within industry environments. And as they're doing that, they get to work with um, industry experts as their mentors. And so they they have the chance to learn some real life skills through that program. It's been, it's been very valuable. Uh, and then the last piece that we have in the Center of Excellence is our Advanced Center for Manufacturing. And so that's a partnership with Cherokee Nation Federal and HIMSAL. And so within that, we have a manufacturing shop with CNC Technologies, but we also have a prototype, um, prototyping uh, classroom where we use 3D printing technologies uh, and our companies have access to that technology. So if they want to prototype or uh, prove out programs, they have access to those resources within the Center of Excellence. So what we are attempting to do is, you know, align the program so that there are opportunities for individuals at all three levels. And when I say three levels, entry level, mid-skill and high skill. And so it's kind of a unique setup because students, individuals, job seekers have the opportunity to really, you know, set a career path at any one of those levels and increase their marketability and, and wage earning potentials. And when we talk about the wage earning and the various training entities that, that Scott mentioned, one of the things, Brittany, I think for our audience to know and be familiar with is making sure if they want to make a connection, whether it's on the education and training side or to see what's available out in the park. Um, Mid-America also does host a job board that allows for individuals to go in and search. So if you want to be in accounting or you want to be in process tech or you want in information technology, those particular things, uh, our jobs.imaginemidamerica.com allows them an opportunity to go and search what's out there, what's currently available. Also, they can go look at the 82 companies that are listed on that job board and learn a little bit about them. Maybe they um, are not familiar with all of the great um, companies that we have out there. There's an opportunity they can look at it. And then the next step they could take is actually engage in the talent network. So all these talents and skills and education that they're learning within this area, 
they can go out there and put their information in the talent network and make it to where they can connect directly with companies. Companies can see their information, just trying to provide that different conduit and different ways that our talented workforce that we have right here in the Northeast region can connect with multiple companies that are right here in their backyard. I think another thing to add would be the pay skills. We talked a little bit about those, but we have companies who start bottom dollar, $18 an hour, which, you know, is a, is a great wage. But another benefit on top of that is tuition reimbursement. So if a student is interested in engaging in one of the programs that we talked about, their companies would pay their tuition to go through those programs. And, and in that training that you mentioned, uh, those particular pieces that, that you have of how they want to engage the connection point, and I think the work that you do, Brittany, um, and I want to make sure that we get a chance to highlight that, is your connection with the students starting at a very young age. So um, full scope of where we cover, you know, Scott and I talked about uh, probably those that are junior, senior in high school to adult population. So important piece that you bring to the table is the work that you do with the schools. So so that our audience gets a scope of what we touch on in the workforce team. Do you want to talk a little bit about the work that you do specifically at the schools? In my role, I have the opportunity to work with students, counselors, school admin, as well as several other amazing partners to interact and keep them informed about the many great opportunities happening in America. That can be jobs, internships, events, and even informing them of great opportunities offered through our companies such as tuition reimbursement for workers. Because as many of us know, college is expensive, and what a great opportunity to begin your career and have the chance to upskill and continue to learn and grow through training or working on a degree as you go. Another fun thing I get to do is take students and teachers on tours to see industries in the park. It's one thing to talk about what they do and another for them to see what a real custom solution is in real life. Last but certainly not least, I have the privilege of working with students and STEM facilitators in the STEM labs that we put in the local schools in our labor shed. Overall, I have a really fun job and I am so grateful for all the many hats I wear and relationships that I get to build through them. Manufacturing is just really transformed and it's transformed due to technology. So they're extremely high tech and the workers they need today, they have to interface with technology on a daily basis. And so that's one of the reasons we've made the significant investments in, you know, STEM type programs that you talked about in the school district so students can, you know, get their hands on different types of technologies that are used in industry and then learn how they can, you know, turn turn their interest and their talents and their aptitudes into a career path locally. And so, you know, it's uh, it's a lot of work and there's uh, a lot of people that need to be connected with and um, informed about what those opportunities are so that they can take advantage of it. But it's not only the students, you do a lot of work with the counselors and the teachers as well. So it's just as important that they're informed so that they can articulate that information to the students that they're guiding. And Scott, you mentioned the students and one of the things that I think emulates what we get to do as a workforce team is the fact that we do want to connect students with various learning experiences. So just as the reality of making this podcast happen would not be an option without Northeast Technology Center students being the engine uh, behind the work. And so that learning experience, their exposure to this and helping us move that forward gives them exposure to uh, specific things also to um 
fine tune their techniques as they move into their careers of their choice. So just trying to make sure full circle, we touch on all those various aspects and give students a hands-on learning experience, connect them with companies, connect them with professionals so that as they do engage into the workforce, they are a step ahead and, and have that conduit already available to them and open. Yeah, like Marcy said, thank you so much to our students at Northeast Tech who are helping us make this podcast happen right now um, and in the future. So we hope to be able to showcase them to you in a future podcast. So be on the lookout for that. Um, Scott, Marcy, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We're excited about this podcast and getting to share it with our listeners. And we hope you will um, tune in for more. <laughs>